Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. <laughs> okay. Oh, that way for Welcome. Welcome to the show, uh, guys. Thank you for going along with that, Mr. Wolf. Of um, course. But yeah, we're in a uh, we're in an interesting time in Marvel, the world of Marvel sports. Jell is on a little hiatus; he was sick, and then he's on vacation and whatnot. So we haven't had a lot of uh, JMR related content right re- uh, recently. But uh, there's still a lot of other stuff in the community to cover. Um, and yeah, we missed a couple of weeks. You know, college has been quite busy for me. Really stepped up last couple of weeks. Just man, studying, getting no sleep. It's all hitting me now. So. It's good to be back with you yeah. guys. Uh, good to be back here with uh, Waff uh, doing the show. Um, before we get into everything, I will say, I today actually, today I bought the new Mario Party game, Mario Party Superstars. And normally I don't buy lots of new games anymore. I just because I grind Geometry Dash, that's like my thing. So I usually don't buy any new games because I'm like, when am I going to really play this game? Because if I can play games, I'll just play GD. But this game. Um, was so uh it was made so well it was finally uh dropped back to the old style of mario party um like back back in the old days like ds version and the versions before um the the way the style they played is finally the style that uh, they brought back with this particular mario party so i was like i gotta get this this is like nostalgia um the mini game pack is fire so i bought um I bought this Mario Party, and I've been playing it. I played it a little today, actually, when I should have done homework, but I played it, um, and it's good. It's good. You know, they got the 20 coins for the star thing back, which sounds like a small thing, but they didn't do that for, like, so many Mario Parties, and it was very annoying. You you, you know, you, you're, it's every man for themselves. You don't travel in that stupid little car that you did for, like, Mario Party 8 through 10, and you click the mini stars, which was an okay idea. I just didn't like it. I liked how you tra- like traveling alone and picking up the stars stars with the coins they have a lot more depth to the boards there's a lot more going on on the boards a lot of different types of spaces there's a lot of different types of events so it doesn't feel like boring and like um you've exhausted all the possibilities of the board in like a couple playthroughs feels like it really is always going to be kind of crazy out there so and i'm only played the first board which is like the easiest most tame one and it's already like wow lot going on here so highly recommend that game if you're into mario party and then you kind of slacked off because you realize that like mario party island tour was garbage mario party um super mario party was eh the uh, recent mario parties for like the wii u were also eh um but this one this one comes back strong so highly recommend it um and if you've never played mario party we'll start there i guess i don't know that uh that's pretty much all the things i can think of to say for the my life 
Wow. Uh, well, I guess on, <laughs> yeah, on my end, uh, I guess just a few things. Uh, one, like if this episode gets edited in the timely manner uh, and it comes out on fr- Friday, then this episode will be releasing on my birthday, which is pretty cool. Happy on, birthday, Waff. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be turning 24. That's old. Fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old man now. Uh, or oh, I, will, I will soon be an old man. 20, everyone knows that 23, 24 is when you become an old man, you obviously. You're going to die soon. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Dude, you're like, it's like, and like, think about it. Like, 24, double that, 48, that's like 50. 50, you're already in the back half. Add like 20 more years, you could be dead. You don't have <laughs> yeah, that much maybe. longer to go. You better, you better yeah. uh, make the most of these next few years. <laughs> Cause it, it, here it's, I... it's ticking down. It's timing out soon. You yeah, better clock... get that marble con going. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> clock marches ever onward. Um, uh, and other things in my life aside from school, of course. Um, and dying. I soon. recently fi- and dying soon. <laughs> I recently finished uh Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, I was watching it with Sun Flair. And like you have to say it like this, Waff. I recently I recently finished my uh finished Pokemon Sun and Moon because that's I... how you should say it. Sign and moon. <laughs> it's so funny to hear you try to do it. I, uh, but like, it, it was honestly like really good. Like, is easily probably my like my I'd say my favorite Pokemon generation in terms of the anime, just because like it had the best story. Like, they just seemed to really step up everything. It was honestly a quite an emotional journey. Unfortunately, I knew the spoilers for like how the league ended. The internet wouldn't shut up about it when it happened like two years ago. But still, it was amazing to see. Um. I guess the other piece of news, um, and we had, I don't think we brought this up yet, which is, so it's a bit late, but, uh, S-Man, one of our editors, as you may know, uh, actually had to step down um, from the team because he was, this, like, just life is getting too hectic and chaotic for him, and so he doesn't have time to be an editor anymore, so, uh, yeah, that, that's happened, um, we wish him the best, but that does mean, uh, there's a new slot open case, and I did ask him, and he did say that he would prefer to have someone to alternate with, uh, so, if you if you have experience with audio editing, uh, like not, not nothing major, but like if you do, like may, maybe come help us out. That'd be nice. Uh, like our show does make money, so it would be an unpaid uh thing. It'd be like just like everyone else. We all do this just for passion. <laughs> so if you have the time and the desire to help out, we would definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Of course. Uh. Yeah. We don't make a lot we don't make money for like to make this a paid position unfortunately i mean one day maybe one day in the future if marvel and and that depends on marvel sports's growth right the more if 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 millions of people were into marvel sports instead of just hundreds of thousands then we would probably have more listeners and that chance of making money would go up a little bit but for now the marvel sports is still pretty small in the grand scheme of things so um that will be some time before that becomes viable but uh for now um yeah it's it's uh if you really like the show and you want to see it keep going um please do uh uh if you if you want to be involved with that um because like if we don't have editors um we probably won't have time to keep doing the show because we have all we can do to do this part of the show where we record it and uh, yeah. and prepare that and then so the editor then has all he can do to do his part uh versus edit it which they both of them take about the same amount of time in their respective places so um yeah just putting that out there um Kason, 
has been doing. We thank them so much. And S-Man. They've been doing such a great job keeping this show alive. They're the reason we're still going because um, me and Woff just don't have the time to do the editing. Um, so they've been really, they're the reason that they're still going and going and going. So yeah, um, please, uh, if you're interested, uh, let us know and we'll talk to you about it. Uh, with that being said, though, this intro has gone on uh, quite long. We have some stuff to talk about today, uh, even in the, the din of the, the dull moment of Marble Sports with JMR kind of quiet. Uh, we just still have some things to mention. So uh, let's get to the news with Johnny Marble, and we'll see you on the other side. Sports fans, I am Commander Wolf here with a Marvel Sports Worldwide News. Yes, that's right. Um, I'm back again. Couldn't get a hold of Johnny, so I'll be doing the news this week. We have a lot of news for you, so let's get right into it. Race three of the RMLB League took place at the Beaverton Corners Course, and things were quite interesting right out of the gate, as Duchess Two stalled at the start line, leaving them a lap behind once they finally started rolling. The windy course also posed a great challenge for the racers as a marble could easily get caught on the wall and lose all of their momentum. After some intense back and forth, Tornado came in first, followed by T-Bot in second, and Skunk in third. Next up is Race 4 at the Camber Canyon Raceway, which featured several wide turns that really tested the marble's control and maneuverability. The racing was truly fierce, and in the end, T-Bot took home first, followed by Fleur de Lit in second, and Fury in third. Then we have Race 5 at the Mibs Express Raceway, the most challenging course from Season 2 with its infamous narrow chicane and bank turn at the start. It didn't take long to see why it's so infamous, as Raging Relic got stuck at the bank turn on lap 4, though they were only stuck for one lap, so it could have been much worse. Surprisingly, the race continued without any further incidents, and it ended with Sacred Snow in 1st, Fury in 2nd, and Fleur de Lis in 3rd. And now for the final race at the RML Marble Speedway. A unique course with its large glass bridge that leads to two alternating paths. The race was incredibly one-sided, as Sacred Snow grew a substantial lead over the rest of the competition, even lapped five other marbles. After they cruised to a very safe victory, they were followed by Tornado in second by nearly 10 seconds, with Fury rounding out the podium in third. And now for the overall results. After six intense races, Sacred Snow took home the gold, followed by Fury with the silver and T-Bot with the bronze. But the awards aren't done yet, as the top six get to move on to the A-League. Along with the three podium finishers, Tornado, Fleur de Lis, and Skunk will all be moving on to compete in the A-League in Season 3. Congratulations to them, and to the Marbles who didn't quite make it, we wish you the best of luck next season. Well, that was the news, and I'm glad you stuck with me. I'm Commander Wolf, you are the best fans in the world! Let's kick it on back with the podcast. We are back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marvel, for giving us this week's news. I don't know what this week's news would even entail, except I guess the Racing Marble League. Hopefully some of that will be in there, because it was the Elite Race. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, like uh, last last week's episode, uh, I couldn't get back from Johnny, for so that news I wrote for last week hasn't been done yet, so, we still, so maybe that's put here, if I can get the news from him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 
we'll, you'll hear something. You will hear, you will hear some voices doing saying some things. How about that? Mm. Um, I don't even. know. It's already happened too. I'm talking about something that's already occurred earlier on in the show. Um. Anyway, we welcome our guest today. He's been on once before. Uh, his name is Random Tonio. Welcome to the show, Random Tonio. Hello again. Glad to be back after a very long absence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was it like two years now? Like Christmas of 19. Really? Was that long? A, oh, yeah, wow. wow. That yeah, was I before... think it's long past time for me to come back. Maybe so. Maybe so. It's Dude. It actually is like almost two years, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I should, yeah, I should probably try to do this yearly, depending on how busy it gets in the future or something, but I don't know. Hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we're I think we're long overdue for a Tonio episode. Yes. Um, so for people who don't know, Tonio has a uh, a pretty important uh, uh, or at least noticeable role in the community uh, year to year when it comes to Marble Leagues. He has been consistently doing these these things called power rankings each year, and I'm gonna let him explain what those are and why he started doing those. Um, but basically, they're a uh, um, there are a ranking side. Oh, you do. just go. You do it. Yeah. I rank every you team. Go. I rank every team, and yeah. I try to explain why I think they will finish that way, how they are performing so far. Sometimes I, like, I write down, like, I begin with, like, this year I begin with the qualification rankings in which I predict which teams qualify for the Marble League. And then after qualification, I do the preseason in which I try to predict which teams I rank, which teams are ranked, which teams I think will finish where in the 2021 Marble League based on my own, based on what they performed in the past as well as what I think of them, the trends, what I think about them. Sometimes they are, sometimes I predict good things, sometimes I predict bad things. Sometimes my predictions end up correct, while most of the time my predictions end up very wrong. Like, I will never forget the 2019 preseason power rankings, in which I predicted the Oceanics to win the Marble League. Oh. Yeah. That will go on in infamy. Be more like, wrong. the time I predicted the Oceanics to win as host, that ranking will go on in infamy. It will be a meme for the rest of my life. Mm, yeah, because that's uh, that's... Like, I thought host teams would do better. <laughs> and then they finished last, and then they started this whole host curse bizarre thing. Like, the host curse thing, which does not really exist, but that Agreed. what everyone Agreed. liked to. And then... Yeah, and then the crazy cat side... No, wait. The, the Team Galactic competed in 2020, and they did fine. Fifth place all the time, but that's a good result. Better fifth than 16th or 15th. And Crazy Cat's Eyes in 2021. Bumps in the road. But I think this the Crazy Cat's Eyes broke the host curse that does not exist. And they would (laughs) have... Broke the host curse that does not exist. Uh, Waff, write that down for us, please. (laughs) I think the Crazy Cat's Eyes broke the host curse that does not exist. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There was uh, was never a host curse. It's called Team's underperforming anyway yes the crazy cat's eyes finished fourth and they would have podium and auto qualified if it wasn't for a racing incident with rojo trace but that's been so beaten to the ground and i'm not going to discuss that any further so yeah, yeah. 
But then yeah. after the preseason, once the events come in, I update rankings, switch teams around, move them around. I move them around based on where they are and what I think about them, where they end up, how their momentum is. And I do that every event until event 15 in which I... If they get eliminated, I discuss what's going on, what happened to them, how they go into the future or something. If it's the final event, I'll probably do some opinions, like what I think about the predictions compared to what uh, how they're doing right now. So, like, that's what I think I wrote. Okay, yeah, all right. So, um, obviously a lot going on there, a lot of rankings over the past two years. Uh, I am curious, I don't know if you... Um, know this but do you know why you started to do the rankings do you know why you even chose i started up with this idea like, in i the started in 2018 to i started in 2018 i don't really know why but i started doing it in 2018 i i did not share the 2018 rankings at all because i was inexperienced and i wanted to get the feel of all this but after 2019 i started going knee deep into the rankings i started making more than one qualification ranking more than one preseason ranking preseason ranking i guess predicted the oceanics to win 2019 but that failed but then in 20 like i did a debriefing i did some other written things but after 2019 i became a bit more busy with things the whole pandemic stuff became right. out of whack. Yeah, that's And as such, I was able, only able to do one qualification ranking, followed by one preseason ranking, and then the events going forward. And I also rank the Marble Showdown teams whenever that comes up. Like, see who I think will make it, will win the showdown, as well as who I think will be bottom four and relegated, or not, like... Although bottom four is not relegation this year, I still see it as a benchmark as yeah. to which teams are bad going into the showdown, which teams have a bad future. So Yeah, it's not going to look good for a bottom four team uh, come this qualifier for, for sure. Yeah. Um, I do want to also ask, so your, your process, right? I want to know about your process. So you sit down, uh, Tonio, right? Let's sit say down. let's say Let's say we're coming up to... Uh, the 2022 qualifiers, right? You're going to have to make a power rankings. You sit down, yes. you know, um, you know, you have all the information from the past years. What information do you focus on when you make your rankings? How do you choose who's at the top, who's at the bottom, who's in the middle? Um, wh uh, what is, what is that process where you go from nothing to a complete power ranking, um, uh, uh, for, uh, qualifiers? All right. I begin with, Every team who's participating this year, like the 28 teams who competed this year in one way or another, as well as the four expansion teams, which I'm pretty certain has also been beaten to the ground. Like four expansion teams, 28 new teams, 32 teams. I put them all on a list for the 28 teams to look at their, like, look at their past results, look what trends I think they're going on, and then I start ranking them like but 32 28 okay the host and the three i begin with saying that the host and the three auto qualified teams are already in it they're already in so that's 28 teams fighting for 12 spots mm -hmm. so 
What I do is I start by going with the two extremes. Who I think will be in the very top and who, who I think will have a definitive shot of qualifying, 100% chance of qualifying, and those who I think have 0% chance of qualifying. Like, okay. those who I think will not qualify. Like, I think I have like four, three, four, five, depending on the year, the teams. Like, so I you, also so sometimes with consider Marble the one. Marble the one, like... Like, I did Marble 1 a lot in 2020, but after that, I used Marble 1 less. Okay, okay. All but, right. yeah. So but, you're going to, you're gonna um, when you get your rankings, you're going to start with who you think is definite to be in. Definitely qualifying. Who you think is definite well going to be in. Who out. I think is definitely not qualifying. Right. And then I go down to the middle. Like, okay. sometimes, yeah, the middle parts are extremely difficult as... The, the middle parts are extremely difficult as things get a bit hazy. Like, there are huh. some get teams hazy, who, huh? I, hazy, who huh? one day hazy. I think will qualify barely, while another day I think another team will qualify barely. Like, let's, like, I have a good example for the, for the 2021 qualification. Like, for, like, for the 2021 qualification, I had the Chocolate Ears and Indigo Stars as the biggest toss-ups of the group ranking, of the group. Like, I know, I predicted that one of them will qualify while another, while the other one will not qualify, but I have mm -hmm. no idea if it's going to be the Chocolate Ears and Indigo Stars, so I kind of flip Did both of them qualify? I forget. Both of them what? did qualify, right? Yeah, but, yes, but that was before qualification. I have no idea both will qualify. I thought one of them will qualify. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, when that, that's yeah. a pretty good guess. Um, I, I Yeah, but I have no idea which one, so. Okay, I see, I see. I understand some of the process then. Um, so, um, infamously, at least over the past few years, from what we know about your rankings, they often go badly. Right. They often end up not very close to what the actual end result is so i want to talk about why do you think that happens um I have why no do idea. you think that things go um badly so often i don't know like like maybe like it's marbles anything in marble league anything can happen like in the marble league anything can happen and that's where something goes awry like I, I jokingly suggested the Tonio ranking curse, which I thought the teams I think that I predict this team will finish first, and that means they're gonna finish at the bottom. Like I haven't made jokes about this. Like I apologize for your last place rankings. Like I think I got that in 2020 or 2021 or something, but yeah, I kind of made a joke about that sometimes. No, yeah, understood. So, um, I guess I'm curious. Um, now that we're talking all about these rankings, so so 2021, who yes. did you? I I want to know more about the 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 main event rankings instead of the qualifiers. Who did you put as your top three for the main event 2021? The for the preseason, Raspberry Racers, Savage Speeders, and Hazers. No, I mean for the um for the main event, not for the qualifiers. That was the main event. I just told you the main event. Okay. Raspberry Racers, Savage Speeders, and Hazers. Okay. The preseason is the main event. Like, the preseason is who I think will... 
I make the preseason rankings, and that is my predictions for the main event. Okay. Okay. So, Raspberry Racers, Savage Beaters, uh, Hazers, and that... That didn't end terribly. Raspberry Racers did well. Raspberry Racers did well. But um, why did you pick those three? Why did you go with them over any other teams for the top three for this particular year? Like, experience. Like, they have the experience. Like, I know the Savage Beaters have some good history. They have good results. They always podium. Like, the Savage Beaters are basically the safe picks for the top three. Raspberry Racers, although they dominated, dominated qualification... I think the Raspberry Racers still have the talent. They still have have the motivation. Like, they have the quality. They have a lot of upside to them. I had the Raspberry Racers winning the entire Marble League. They almost did. You you have you can't knock your rankings. The Raspberry Racers almost won the true. whole thing. People yes, thought the Raspberry Racers almost won the whole thing until they did the last not. two events. Yeah, they almost won, and then they did not. Mm, yeah, and, and the Hazers like. Like, I thought the Hazers would finally get over the hump and win the championship because of all the talent and experience. Like, 2021, I relied on experience. Like, the experienced teams going up and winning the... going... doing their experience because that happened in 2020. Like, last, in 2020, I saw the experienced teams winning, doing well, so that's what I got for 2021. Like, last year's... Like last year's ranking, like last year's results have a big influence on this year's rankings. So no, yeah, with I'm Mellow assuming, Yellow, I'm assume so. With Mellow Yellow making it in, winning and gliding glaciers in third, and I have no idea who got second. Man, you, I'm trying to pull up your rankings from this year. You have like three thousand PDF documents in the zip files. Wait, what? Really? No. Like. Like what is all no, these? No, I have like I, I have zip files. I assembled zip files. If you want to read them, like why didn't you just put it all in one big document? Too big. Like too big. Uh, like Discord probably wouldn't let him post. Oh, that's it. showdown. Um, what's this? This is the second. Oh, you made a ranking for the second half of the Marble League. The back half, you change. You got to change your answers. No, like, like back half, like, I do like a professional rankings, like, you know, NFL teams, like, people change their rankings after every week. Oh, so you change your rankings ever for every event. Yes, I do it like oh, that. Right. Yes. Oh, wow. So you, okay, well, and, and that, okay, so, so you would, so you would seriously adjust your list after every, every single event. So each of the 16 you would create a new ranking for what you think the end's looking like. Yes. Um, did you ever, in one of those, I guess, 15 different rankings, did you ever have Mellow Yellow at the top? No. Wait. Wow. I don't think so. Like, one or two. Like, I I remember once. Like, I have no idea which one, though. But I was, yeah, Mellow Yellow was very frustrating to rank. Like, like I got them first in event 12, like, I got, like, two times, like, events 12, events 11, then, no. Okay. Okay. Like, not a lot, though. Like, I, 
I know it's not a lot. Like, I think I got Mellow Yellow at number one, like, twice. Yeah, and, no. Yeah, Mellow Yellow is one of the most difficult teams to rank, too. Like, I honestly, they're the biggest enigma for me, yeah. like. Yeah, they're very unpredictable. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed they would have won this year. They're not. Me neither. Like, they're not the even first in the team I'm Even in the final win. event, I was like, they have a shot, but they're not going to win. Hmm. Like, yeah, I have Melo Yoa at number one twice. All right. I mean, that's not bad. It's something. You've uh, one yeah, eighth of the rankings were uh, had the Yeah, the this year I had Mellow Yellow at eighth because, like, I hadn't, like, because of how difficult it is to rank, like, they're, they're so inconsistent, I decided I'm not playing this game. I'm putting them straight in the middle because... I'm putting them straight in the middle because I do not trust them. I do not trust Mellow Yellow. Like, if I ranked honestly, I I honestly would have predicted Mellow Yellow to have a bad season. But because of how unpredictable they are, I put them straight in the middle. Playing it, I thought it was playing it safe. So, yeah, and and that's that's not. Um, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, they're not a team that I would necessarily have predicted to win either. Um, it's, it's hard to see that. It's hard to see that. Um, but, yeah. uh, anyway, in general point being from, from this, uh, to the listeners guys, this is another way that someone is, uh, creating content in the Marvel sports community. Power rankings are a little bit different than your average predictions, you know, or fantasy leagues or anything. Cause this is a weekly updated event by event kind of representation in a way of of what uh, the strengths, the strong and weak teams look like at the current moment, and um, what you may expect, what you might be able to expect for the future. Um, he uh, he's been doing this for a few years, so he gets continually better every year. Um, at uh, I think I of, do better every year. Yeah, you do because you get more experience, you have more understanding of the teams. But uh, this does also speak to how unpredictable Marvel sports is. No one, um, no one yeah, expected like, really Mel like, to win. Yes, I have a. Like, I'm confident that in 2022, the same thing will happen. Like, they're just one team who I think will be terrible. Like, the one team will be, the one thing I think will be terrible, and all of a sudden, they're in the top three. And a team I had winning, a team I had doing very well, ends up finishing in the bottom of the standing. So, yeah, no, it, 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 uh, it happens. That's predictions for you. Yeah, no, and they're never, they're n rarely will they turn out. If you get, like, a few of them right, if you're able to maybe predict a couple in the top three, in the top five, then then you're doing a good job. But uh, um, especially Marvel Sports, it's it's, uh, it's yeah, really like, difficult. Yeah, I had, like, four of the five. I think I got four of five correct last time. Got four out of five that are accurate this time, but, like... This year, I think the big, big blunders were at the bottom. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Mm. So, um, anyway, Waft, any, any questions? Uh, other questions about the power rankings? Uh, no, I, I, I think you guys covered everything. Um, I'll say that yeah, four out of five is pretty good. So, like, you, you're like, it's hard to get like an accurate like prediction of 16 different teams especially in something like marble sports that is random so i definitely yeah, applaud like, your efforts like, to try and actually do that like a ton of color combinations as well like they're like a ton of color com like so many combinations of marble teams like, like millions of 
different possibilities. Yeah, you so. have 16. You could put order them in literally any way. So, I mean, yeah, and that's where... So if you get some of them right, that means you're able to yeah, order them pretty um, pretty widely. Um, you know, you're just trying to do the best you can to give some general idea of where teams are going to be. You know, obviously, yeah. um, based on performance, you know, you weren't going to end up putting certain teams way at the bottom, right? Like, Mellow Yellow wasn't going to be 16th in the list, probably. You know, and Savage Beaters weren't going to be, you know, 16th on the list, right? So you had, like, that general idea. It's just that, um, you know, really trying to yeah. see where it's going to go by the next event can be hard week to week. But, uh, you know, hey, you're doing a good job and you're providing another way for us to view the data that we see from Marvel Sports and, and, and kind of uh, view the event. So um, your content is appreciated. Um, I personally always Thank make you. fun of your rankings. That's just kind of become a thing over the yeah, last few years. I have this feeling that them, everyone pokes on my rankings. Uh, some of them you, you see and they're like, wow, that was a bad ranking. But, hey, you're doing the best you can. Um, yeah. We, we appreciate that. Like, I know there are other rankings out there but i think mine is like the first yeah i don't really know of anyone who right. does power yeah, rankings. Th- yeah mine is the first so i start yeah i did not share 2018 but 2019 onwards i've done it so yeah yeah and people kind of remember you as a guy who does that so um keep doing it man and you know what eventually in a few years you'll be like everyone will be like dude random tonio that's the guy we go to for our uh, general predictions um uh just don't put oceanics at the top ever again <laughs> yeah <laughs> worded yeah anyway um so uh thanks for sharing that part of uh that part of it uh with us uh random tonio um thank you to see what 2022 uh will look like especially after some of the less fortunate finishes for savage beaters and arrangers um yeah, but remember like... then again the top 12 uh top 13 was was very close in points in 2021 yeah Maybe... very close like if you only look at standings you will think wow the savage speeders must be trash but right. when you look at the points differentials you it's actually see that's really close right yeah and that's yeah. going to change predictions and and so when you look yeah if you look at standings yeah, the right predictions now, are right. scrambled like i have no idea who's going to be at the top either like anyone could win and like yeah, i, I have either. no idea like be, I mean, the predictions I, yeah. are now scrambled again like maybe i could go for the youth i could go for the rookies i could go for the expansion teams like that's something i could consider this year next year we'll see yeah i don't know it's hard and rookies are always hard to bet on you know rookies are hard to bet on i got lucky with yeah. the green ducks green ducks i did uh, not See, doing good. I honestly, yeah, I predicted a, yeah, Indigo Stars and Green Ducks I had being mediocre in the, in the rookie seasons, and then they went on opposite paths. Right, right. And Gliding Glaciers, too. Like, this is technically their rookie season. This is the Gliding Glaciers' first season, the yeah. rookie season. I thought their inexperience is going to, they're going to get, take them down, but, yeah. Yeah, I also bet on them too, and I got lucky with them. They were one of the, they were the best performing. Eh, they were the second best performing team of my fantasy. Um, they Third, just, they just came out strong. No, I, I did not bet on Mellow Yellow this year. So just Raspberry Racers on my fantasy team. Only Raspberry Racers was better. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, like I, uh, I did not see that coming, and and so it's really hard to look out for that. But then again, like I said, because of the closeness of the standings, you cannot count out a Rangers or Savage Beaters. You cannot count out teams that finished in the mid-pack because the points differential wasn't that big. You change one event by a few points, you have a completely different standings. 
So yeah, um, that that's gonna make these this this coming year's power rankings higher. This per, coming year's predictions higher. But uh, um, like, yeah, I know like the like the the predictions will be scrambled. Like predictions will be scrambled. Qualification predictions they will be scrambled. Like there could be like I know like how one of the like. This year, some of the big team, like some of the more experienced teams, they did not qualify. Team Galactic didn't qualify. Man, I know. Wisp did crazy. not qualify. But the Limers and Rojo Rollers did qualify. So that was a big surprise. So I kind of should expect either another year of massive chaos or things to go back into the mold. So. Yeah, but then we add new teams. Things are going to go very early. Very yes. here. The um, moment you add expansion teams, things get blown out of the water. Like... Like if a completely if all four expansion teams qualify, throw all inconceive all throw like if all four expansion teams qualify, throw out all your expectations, throw out all your predictions because now the Marble League is scrambled. No matter who else qualifies, Marble League is scrambled. No, I agree. I, if they all qualify, we got we have a lot of. A lot of thinking to do because that's going to take out four big teams, um, whatever four, four they teams be. that will be t like four known teams. We take out four known teams to replace them with four teams we have no clue about. Right, so and then we're gonna have some other teams in there. A, right, like qualification will be the only thing they got unless you are the Blackjacks or Golden Orbs. Yeah. Like, um, for like, sure. But they're they're too old that they may be different teams. Just ask the Gliding Glaciers that. So. I have to treat them all as new teams, and yeah, everything scrambled. It's basically guessing. Qualification is all we have, and we're going to guess. Yeah, no, I... possibly. It, 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 it really depends. I guess, like, if it's a returning team and they have experience, it's the same team members. Then I would, I would consider their old experience. Whereas the Glant Glaciers, like you know, like they replaced their entire team. Yeah, I so yeah, I basically treated them as a rookie team, like. Like, yeah, that's how you should. If the Blackjacks qualify, I'm going to treat them as a rookie team because this is this will be their first year in the Marble League. So, mm. yeah, that is true, right? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't qualify though. They time. did not qualify. No. Yeah, we got to see them. But they as a did compete team. in qualifiers though, right? Right. Yeah. But we should see them as a rookie team. We should see them as a rookie team. It's been a long time. Um, we don't have enough information on them to make a good prediction, especially if they qualify. They pretty much go against all of what their prediction would say that they would do. So if they qualify, you got to treat them as rookie team. Like um, I, yeah. in my opinion, I think two expansion teams are going to qualify. I do not know which two yet, hmm. but I think two of them will qualify because. No, yeah, yeah, I. What would I say off the? I think one of them will. One definitely of the four. Yeah, one definitely. A second one will be a very close. It will be a toss up. Third one depends on my mood. Depends on my mood, like, like an, an, a known team could have a bad off day, and that could move them down a bit. But if all four teams qualify, just blow the whole thing up and guess. Yeah, if all four teams qualify, I'm going to be sitting here on the show getting ready for Marble League predictions, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be unsure. And I'm going to say that if all four team expansion teams qualify, I'm going to tell you guys that I don't know what to predict and i'm not going to be able to give you many good examples i mean not examples options 
Many good like, predictions. The only Many good solids are the facts. green duck. There's no guarantee. Raspberry racers, smellow yellow, and gliding glaciers. Right. Those are the only four There's guarantees no next year. Right, and within your guarantees, within your basket of guarantees, one fourth of them is is pretty much unknown besides this year. Yes. So I mean, it's it. You're we're coming into a I think the next couple of years. If you if you want to really talk about that. The next like, couple of years of Marble League are going to be very, very hard to yes, predict, very, very hard to pin. And you guys are going to really think here and really observe what we see in qualifiers and really pull as much as we can from that. Um, yeah, and but qualification, so, you have to take them to a grain of salt. Like. Right, right. And and so it's we're going to have to really nitpick in the qualifiers uh, for the next couple of years because that's going to be important. And then we have, like, we have... A, one of the closest like, and that's not including ever. teams that retire and get replaced like if a team retires and is replaced by another team then it throws right. another thing rankings are thrown off the loop like another curveball gets thrown out there for sure for sure um but anyway um i think something that we might have forgotten about is like uh the, these these uh these four new teams they're not going to start in the qualifiers they're going to start in showdown next year oh, oh yeah that, that. I, I did not even forgot know that. that about that they were in a showdown. So all right, well, then that that kind of well that kind of sets things back a minute. So things aren't as going to be as crazy possibly as we as we once thought. But it still is. Um, yeah, the four but, new teams will shake up the, the showdown quite a bit, and it could be. I yes, they will. Yes, the showdown will definitely be shaken up. Like I think one of these, I think one of the expansion teams will not. I think one of the expansion teams will be in the bottom four of the showdown. And another one of the expansion teams will be in the top three. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Um, anyway, um, I think uh, we should uh, move on to uh, Racing Marble League then. Cover them for a little bit. So I'll talk a little bit about the Racing Marble League since I'm on the committee board and I do the commentary about where we're at. And then I'm going to let Waff and Tonio also speak to what they think about the current state of the channel. Um mm -hmm. So currently, the Racing Marble League—they've uh, obviously they've done one season of Racing Marble, the, what they call the Racing Marble League, the classic circuit racing. Then they did a second season that had a four event tryouts beforehand to make sure, um, or to choose the best from the group of all the marbles. And the way it works is uh, people pay and submit a marble and send it into the guy, and he races those marbles. He uses the name they give, um, and he races them all. And he does tr uh, he does the tryouts just to separate the faster ones from the slower ones. The slower ones from the tryout that didn't make season two's A League, they went to the B League this year, um, which was also six events but a shorter races, um, not as long. Current state of the Racing Marble League is um, now that uh, two seasons have passed, um, they it have has, started. It, this... it can grow. I think Racing Marble League is going to grow. I watched some of their races and they are really exciting to watch. No, yeah. Um, I th I, th I love the potential of the channel. But uh, so far, they started something called the Elite Racing League, which basically is any marble who's ever achieved a first place in a B or A League race is able to participate oh. in this. That's how it works. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be become more stringent guidelines as more seasons go past and we get more marbles, but um, getting first. But right now... That's how it works. It happens uh, four times a year. He's going to try to do it, and it's just a time to celebrate oh, the best okay. racers and see them race. Um, and then also there is a new tournament in the works. It's kind of a Marble League-style tournament where we're going to have teams of four and that vibe, 
but it's going to have different types of events, events that are more racing focused, but still have spinoffs on them. Um, maybe stuff like Capture the Flag, stuff like that. That's like just some ideas we've come up with. So, um, like Racing Marble League will have their own version of the Marble League that I have never heard of. That I've never heard about. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's not news that it's very open to the public. I only know it because I am part of planning it. Um, but mm. so that well, will. You just told. You just like. Was this supposed to be secret? No, no, no. It's there's. This is not uh, 100% confidential. I wouldn't have said it if it was not. Okay. If it was. So I, I can mention this, but it has not been like... I guess it just hasn't been announced everywhere yet. But it's in the works. Um, it's We don't have all the details yet. We probably won't share the details for a while. But uh, it's right now, it, the planning is going pretty well. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the series to start to establish. I'm, I'm, but... Uh, but for people who watch the Racing Marble League, if you don't, you should go watch it. They're a very high-quality channel, probably second behind JMR. A lot of passion in their in their work, and they improve yeah, every video. Is there. Um, the graphics are good. Commentary is uh, eh, it's passable at best. There, um, uh, the uh, the the lighting and the camera work is pretty good, and and he and he always works improving every time. So I mean, honestly, it looks as good as Fubica, if not better. So. Um, it's uh it's it's a good channel and they certainly deserve support uh and they really put a lot of work into their content um to make sure yeah. it's uh it's it's high quality so uh, i'm excited for the potential of the channel but that that's pretty much what's going on with the channel now for people who don't really know about it or uh don't really know what the future looks like but uh, i want to turn it over to you guys uh as you guys are viewers so you're not involved in the production so I mean, so far, Racing Marble League, Tonio, what do you think of the channel and, and what they're doing and what do you want to see? Lots of potential, lots of potential. Like, I, I saw on our website that the top seven qualify for the main A-League, but I'm also hearing sources that the top six qualify for the main A-League, and I do not know if it's a top six okay. or top seven. Let me speak to that. So... And I don't know what I think about this quite yet per se, but the but the rule is that the top six from the B League are supposed to go to the A League. Um, the top seven, uh, Panda, who is seventh, was one point behind the the sixth place marble, and then the difference between Panda and all the marbles below him, like even the marble right after him, was a huge points differential. So the decision through the committee or the discussed decision was like, okay, just throw Panda in there as well because he was uh, he. He was a lot more. He lot more leaned towards like, um, better than group. the others. Yeah, so they they would like throw him in there as well. I don't know if I th I like that decision. It sets a very weird precedent. Um, yeah, but, but it's that, like, I think for the it wasn't the website said seven, and that's what I was going with for a while. So yeah, it, it's and I think we're, they're still working on exactly how they want to use the structure too, because it's um, yeah, new, like they've this done is the this first year they like, qualified right. Yeah, that was their first season doing this kind of structure, so, yeah, like, maybe do relegation to the B-League 2 or something, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's still being worked out so that it's most fair and, and uh, marbles that were submitted. Because people, remember, people are submitting marbles and paying to see them race, so maybe make yes, sure they get the most speak. amount yes, of racing so, time. So. Like, we could be seeing so many marbles singing that they may end up having to create a C-League for all the marbles <laughs> that fail in that. So That would be too much. I, I don't know yeah, how many he's letting in. I think there is a cutoff point. Uh, there are marbles already who he's retired for being too slow. Um so I think I think that's getting managed, and there might be a backlog wait list for a while that 
um, yeah. that extends for for when your marbles going to get to get in, and there might be a certain amount of marbles per year in the future that are allowed to be new, and certain that have to be retired, and so on and so forth. But that's um, again, it's a newer channel; they're still working yeah, like, that out. But, yeah, like uh, the performance yeah. gap, like. If you are below this number of points, you're out. Right. And then the new ones who were submitted, they get their chance. Um, and then maybe you can resubmit one of those marbles, whatever, or resubmit a new one. Um, but, yeah, that's been the current state. Uh, Waf. All right, finally. <laughs> uh, so um, I really like RML. I think it's a very cool series, I especially I this time around. Like, because there's now more history, I was feeling more into it than I've ever been before. Uh, I was really, like, it was, it was really cool to see Sacred Snow almost becoming, like, uh, sort of the, the, uh, the red eye of the league. Well, mostly for the B League. We gotta, we gotta see how Sacred Snow does. In like, Crimson Lady is the red eye of the Racing Marble League. Oh my god. That is true. Unbelievable. That's, that's right, Unbelievable. Yes. And she comes out in the Elite Race, and she wins the Elite Race. Like, it's nothing. I, I couldn't even, like, I was like... Like there's it really Crimson is Lady incredible. and there's everyone else. So yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Though she did not lead I, the most laps in that race. Tornado led the most wraps in that la- laps. In yeah, that and race, then so. and Tornado still the lost most wraps. But yeah, I I like I think it's very cool like, we're, that we that we can now see these trends and like this and like actually establish like okay these are the good racers and stuff and like and like. And these are the bad racers. Like that, that gives character to the league and the story, and gets you more invested. And I really love that stuff. I loved especially the cow. There were some more crazy moments that happened this time around, like Flashfire riding up on the border there and getting onto the glass bridge. And like, was it race two or three? Mm. Like, there was so many great moments. The like both the production quality is improving along with it too so and, it's uh, awesome and the, how do you like the commentary well how's the commentary what do you think about that i think your, your commentary has just gotten better as time has gone on yeah it's more, i also saw the improvements way more natural thank you well thank you well um that's it's obviously i that's been um yeah uh, it's been so for the fun qualification like i don't know if that's a Go nitpick ahead, yeah. or not but i like the first season's qualification more than the second season's qualification like Oh Were yeah, they... let's talk about that. Um, uh, yeah. So okay, so the big thing with RML that's kind of stood out and it's been a talking point. Um, and and I'm gonna explain why this is a this this has a difference than JMR, but let me first explain what the difference is. So the first year of our first season of RML, the qualifiers were run where uh, in groups of uh, three groups. Marbles would go out there, and they would uh, race in, like, I think it was three groups of seven, and they would race all together, and then that placement, and they all seven of them together on the track racing against each other in the qualifiers, in the time trials. And then that would kind of decide, I think by time, because um, he would actually then still time them, by time, who would p- uh, place where. It was, like, really odd. It was... Um, uh, it was also fun. The top three from each would be ordered. No, it was um, it was a top three from each would be ordered, and the four and five would get a last chance qualifier, and the bottoms wouldn't race or something. It was really it was really odd, but it was it was something different. Then this year he went back to traditional one marble at a time, timing, um, just getting a raw time on single racing. Um, there's two problems. The first, the problem with the first one was that this was, this is very odd and it, and it may not have accurately tested the speed of marbles. Of course, there's a lot of other marbles on the track and 
then they like did the competition caution where they stopped them halfway through the seven laps. It was really weird. Yeah, the competition clock was convoluted. Um, yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, don't um, do that again. Never do that again. They won't do that again. They didn't like that. Like, maybe do like. Maybe do, like, the groups of seven, do, like, a five-lap shootout, like, the well, best. Well, I get that. There's been talk of a new thing. You'll have to bring up ideas in a minute. So so the reason, so the second way, of of course, with the one marble at a time, the problem with that is that took way too long. The most yeah, of the video that too. is uploaded right now for season two is time trials, and then the back, the back end of the video is the race. Obviously, that's a negative thing. Yeah, the reason they can't do it. So what JMR does to speed that up is they run like two marbles at a time. Um, they do right. one, couple seconds, two. So you can have two racing at a time. Gives more for the commentator to talk about. Runs the qualifiers uh, twice as quickly. Racing Marble yes. League can't do that because Racing Marble League has a marble booster, not an elevator. Now I personally think the marble booster is a much better um, uh, transition mm-hmm. piece between the bottom and the top of the track than the elevator. It's it's by far better. There is not much competition between the two when it comes to quality um, of, and, and how it affects the race. But I will also say that because of that, they cannot time unless they built a elevator which they substituted in to the track for the just the qualifiers which would be very complicated they can't do a timed thing where they send one marble out and then delay and send the next one out um so in the same place so because of that it's um that ability to just shorten the qualifiers like that like jmr did is not possible so the current idea is to take groups of three marbles and race groups of three marbles and i think it's like it's like a few laps two laps three laps and then order that from there. I don't know if he's going to actually record the individual times of each of the marbles or just get their – I don't know exactly. I think he's going to take the times from each thing, but, re, but race them three together where they're going to get to collide and touch each other, uh, whatever. Yeah. That's going to be the new idea. And, and, I'm, and while I don't Seven love – Seven groups of three, that's a good idea. Um, well, I don't love no, it necessarily because marbles in, in the time trials, I feel the, the fact that they're going to hit each other – I, I don't know. I'm a purist, so I like the I like the straight, just timed based on your own self. I do think it's unique and it adds it adds kind of like a racing aspect to the qualifiers. It's like okay, you have to, in the qualifiers. It's not just about being fast by yourself. You also have to have some ability to maneuver around other marbles, even if it's just two others. So I I'm not against it, but that's the new idea. So uh, maybe you guys can speak to what you think about that. Um. So. Here's my thoughts on, like, I think that, like, you know, a race like that would definitely be way more interesting and exciting to watch than just watching a time trial, absolutely. So from an entertainment value, that is definitely the better way to go. But you are right, like, messing with that time trial thing, it's like, like, they're, they're, like it's like, it's kind of the way that you'd kind of divide the two, you know, like, qualifiers is where you just, you just prove how good you are, how, like, how fast you are. But then... Like, the actual race is, like, your testing of your, your controlling, your drafting, your ability to maneuver around other racers right. and avoid collisions right. and stuff. Like, that, so, so like, two different skill sets. So, like, I kind of, I think I might actually prefer keeping it that way. Another way you could do it, like, like there are other ways besides an elevator, like, to segment them off. Like, uh, I know they sure did, like, a line, like, some arbitrary finish line somewhere before or after the booster. Like, uh... Yeah, I, I think that like that could be something like that, like or like someone like off camera could then feed them into the booster beforehand, and like that's where the time. Tra- like, then like, once it goes over the the starting gate, that's when the time starts. 
So like, like they're off camera, so you can't see them, but like they'll feed in like maybe three in like a periodic way. That way they, and then they can get out of the shop before they comes back to them. So that's one way you do it. Another way you could do is like, is have like, like a multi, like like a split screen thing where you see multiple qualifying runs happening simultaneously. Man, that was, I've, that idea, I just want to, I have to cut in. I have to cut in, I do. Uh, that I've proposed that idea to so many different people so many different times. Fubeca, it was the first idea I had for Fubeca for shortening up the time trial, doing the split screen thing, and he never did it, but the split screen thing is such a good idea because you can still run the marbles separately, but then you can see two of them at the same time. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know why they don't do it. I, I, I don't, maybe it would look weird. I don't know, but that... Yes, I've, 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 I brought that up a long time ago to many people. I've, I don't know why it's not done ever. JMR should do that, honestly. I think it would be really cool. It would add to like the variety of what it looks like to watch the qualifiers whatever but then like fits like that like jmr has a certain style like a certain way of doing things like i feel yeah, like the split much. screen will compromise that certain style like i know jmr has this certain style that how he how how jmr supposed to look like a jmr video should look like this or a jmr right. video right. should be voiced by greg woods like if they do a split screen, I feel like the GMR experience will be compromised in some way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, possibly. Though I, w I guess I wouldn't mind it for the Racing Marble League. I feel like he would make it work. but um, Maybe, uh, but... Yeah. Like, I think another way to improve it is, like... Maybe it's just me, but, like, having the qualifiers, especially these long-form versions of the qualifiers, like, like taking place before the race... Like, I think we like, should have split the vi separate videos like i know season one yeah. separated qualification of the race that was really good but but in season two they somehow put both of them together and that was too long so i suggest separating yeah. qualification in the main race yeah yeah i, I i'm aware of that possibility too but then no one really watches the other video um the same happened with marbula one too when they separated into two videos no one watched right. the other video um Although won't people just like skip over that part portion of the video so you won't get they won't get watch time for it anyway? Uh, you're more likely to have it watched if it's just there. And like, like and so that's what I the race that's is what bigger than even qualification. Though, you do not even, like I know some people watch qualification, but more people watch the race, so that's my It's true, but and that's what I'm saying. Like even though it breaks from the purest form, having three marbles group seven mar seven groups, three marbles each race for like two laps, which gets done pretty quickly. Yes. That is a much more exciting way to run the qualifiers because then you yes. get to I know see Formula mini races. One does, I, I know Formula 1 has their own unique way of doing qualification, and that's good too, but... Like, individual yeah. time trials, yeah, that good for you, but speed alone isn't going to dictate how you're going to do. You need agility, control... Make sure you don't crash into anything. Yeah, so, I, I, well, I just think, think that in the current climate of Marvel Sports, especially if you're a smaller channel like uh, RML, yeah. it's as much as I like the pure form, it's more important for the entertainment value of the video to do it kind of the way that we're thinking with the, the groups of three. I don't yeah. love it, but I mean, it's also like yeah, I think it might be the best is a good compromise, like. Seven groups of three doing a two or three lap shootout, and right. then the best of the seven do like another shootout or something. No, I think it would. Do, I think the times would just be recorded. So, 
It would be like Only a mini a race, trial, but the times it. of each marble will be singularly recorded. It's just that the times will be different because the t- because the marbles, of course, will have worse time because they're racing against other marbles as opposed to being by themselves. But the race, then the qualifiers, does get done quicker and is a little bit more interesting to watch. Um, and then you can kind of get a sense of where marbles are at, you know, because if you win your little group, you're probably going to qualify decently overall. Though it is going to weir- be weird to see three points given out for pole position when it's not pure time trial racing. But I think it's like, just the best thing for now. Until like maybe do like the right. fastest seven and do a shootout or something. I don't know. Yeah, but then you're back to getting making it long again. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. But that's the current plan. Um, I'm sure. We'll, I'm sure it will change a lot, but uh, uh, over time. But um, that's that's where the RML is at. And, and I just got to say that I just think the RML is it's a vi- It's going to be a viable channel as far as um, you know top three model sports channels to watch. Uh, it already yeah, is, in my opinion, but it, it's becoming me. that because it's, it's also building lore. It already has built lore faster than Quebec. If you ask me, <laughs> name a team from Quebec and and just I can't tell. I can't name Quebec. a single Quebec team. Exactly, you like, can't name that. I honestly you can't, can't tell me anything. Like, I do not watch Fubeka either. Like I don't Fubeka. watch Fubeka. Like, <laughs> um, but you can't tell me anything. I mean, maybe, maybe you can mention mention fast coupons. Because Marble Circuits, the next season's come up. By, by the way, they don't have a commentator anymore, so already going back downhill. Um, yeah, that was, I, yeah, Fubeka's starting to fall apart, but... The only team I can think of from Fubeka is the one the team that didn't even actually end up happening. Like, Team Yadagarasu, that's the only thing that I get. Oh, funny enough. I never funny remember, enough. I don't remember Fubeka either. I don't follow Fubeka at all. And then they also do this weird world cup thing with real countries and that breaks co- like and that it. breaks lore immensely that breaks that breaks marble sports forum and i i, I hate it um, yeah, i, I want to mention this real while, um, little bit of uh sneak peek type information so uh, back along i don't know how much of that i mentioned on the show but back when okay. i was working for fubica i had to come up with marble champions idea uh that's what they called the, the new series and they actually did do marble champions and they came up with completely new teams um, but we, we as the committee, when I was working for the, his committee, had to come up with a bunch of teams. So that included teams like Team Yadagrasu, Amethyst Alliance, Sky Strikers, Oxygenics, teams that we like tried to follow the, the catchy and um, um, removed from the human world themes of JMR, but still come up with unique and original names that aren't, aren't, aren't very close to copy. So, I th- so we came up with very good names. And then none of them are used. None of them are used. But when I went over to RML and he's like, oh, we want to do a Marble League type thing. Well, I was like, well, I have a bunch of teams. Guess what nice. teams are going to be used in this coming tournament? That's great. I love that. Some That's of them awesome. were removed and changed, but most of them states. Uh, my favorite state, of course, Team Yadagrasu in there, Sky Strikers, Amethyst Alliance, Oxygenics. I'm very, very excited um, uh, about... About the team names, uh, Emeralds. <laughs> um, <laughs> Was Crimson Lady a rejected Fubeka name or something? No, Crimson Lady. No, that's a different series. That's the racing series. I'm talking about the coming Marble League type series. That was like fans submitted their marbles and submitted names. With oh yeah, marbles. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's a little exciting thing. You're gonna get to see right. those teams. Uh, it's gonna be so exciting for me to do commentary over teams that like I kind of came up with some like, of the names. That's so fun. Sky Striker. Sounds familiar. Like, did Sky Striker compete in the RML Racing Series? No. I thought they did. Uh, I don't think so. I don't I'm not know going crazy, right? I would remember that. Maybe. Right? And that would be funny because I came up with all those teams before RML even became a thing. So that would be funny. Yeah. 
Um, but being said, um, there is uh, those are those are gonna come back. Um, yeah, was, uh, Alex in the chat referencing the, the the stream video Green Bean Gang. Let's go. Green Bean Gang. What is Green? Be Wait, what is this from? Green so Beans. I, is that a team? The Green Beans. So no. So when I when I uh, did my stream of my first playthrough of the the JMR video uh, game, I, I I I literally woke up that morning like just like. Green Bean Game Gang. That's a funny name. It's like you know what? That's I just randomly assigned the custom team that name. So silly. <laughs> so, what do the green beans look like? Uh, well, I, I only took to the time to do one custom marble, and then I hit custom for all of them, but didn't actually assign a skin. So it was the wolf marble, and then a bunch of red eyes. <laughs> so team red eyes. I, I, red eye, red eye, red eye, wolf. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I didn't. I was. I, I couldn't be bothered to. To do a custom for all of them, I was wasting. I just wanted to get to the rest of the game. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, anyway, guys, those are those are RML updates. Uh, I definitely highly recommend you check out the channel. Um, there, yeah. and I just I think that um, it's just a couple more years with them. The build up lore and the build up like, okay, these are the established teams. These are the teams. RML already year. has lore. Like Crimson right. Lady is the elite marble RML champion. Like Crim, like. Can you beat Crimson Lady? And then everyone comes in like, come and beat Crimson Lady. And then all these marble come in trying out. I personally love this lore. I love the, the, I love that there is a distinct possibility that Crimson Lady is going to win season three. And then Crimson Lady is going to be undefeated for a long time. For a long time. And then the the Racing Marble League is going to become, can anyone beat this marble? Can anyone do it? Like, anyone out there? Can you try? Can anyone do it? Calling all marbles. Take on Crimson Lady and win. Winner gets gets a million dollars or something. I think she's easily as good as uh, any of the marbles in JMR. Honestly, I really do. Because it's it's a standout performance. Yeah. Stand I want to see Red Eye versus good. Crimson Lady, like Red Eye versus Crimson Lady, the epic crossover. I would. I also and think actually be kind of cool. it would be very, very just awesome to me, and in like a weird way, I would really, really think it would be so cool if Crimson Lady went up against some of the JMR marbles and was completely crushed. So like, even though Crimson Lady is an amazing racer, it'd be cool to see that there's that like there still is a huge gap between anyone in JMR and these other marbles. I don't think just by. But what physics, if Crimson Lady beats happen, the JMR marbles? I think that would be more likely, or they would be a very close race. But I think it would be really funny if like, like Crimson the Lady's... greatest marbles of all time losing to Crimson Lady. Yeah. Like, that would, we I mean, beat uh, Crimson Lady defeated the JMR Marbles. Can you can you take on Crimson Lady? Can you? Uh, Crimson Lady is a sixteen millimeter, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, they're all sixteen. Oh, okay, okay. Pretty sure. Like, yeah, you're all mentioned like Crimson Lady. Crimson Lady is the best example of the lore build up in RML. But like, the, the thing is that like Crimson Lady is like one of the only few marbles that you can really name off the top of your head and that you know a story to. All the other ones are just so. Nebulous. Well, that's what so I'm that, saying. So we need a couple more years to, to I can settle in like into... a handful of RML marbles. Like I know Wild Canuck is Canadian. Polyonyx <laughs> is one of the Polyonyx is like ones. the opposite story. Just like since the first race, not very good because he won the first race ever, and then it's just been bad from there. Uh, like, not terrible, one? but bad. Uh, Polyonyx. Um, mm-hmm. But 
that's why I'm saying we need two more years. We need to build up lore. We need to be able to, if we, when you say RML, you need to be able to think like five different Marvels. Crimson Lady, boom, and then like five others. And that will happen in two years because the, the lore will be built up. They'll, you'll find Crimson Lady challengers. You'll find Marvels that are, um, you'll find, you'll probably have different versions of Oceanics or whatever, you know. You'll find that over time. Um, and that's why it needs more time. And then, of course, some of the teams from the Marble League type tournament, if, if that continues to go, those will be memorable too because you'll have, um, like, I think, Crimson Lady the versus the RML Marble so. competition or something. Have them um, face off each other or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Crimson I, Lady competes against one of these teams or something. Sure. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Uh,. But with all this talk about lore, I think it's maybe we should bring it over to JMR lore for a bit because I got some stuff I want to talk about there. Oh all yeah, right. JMR lore. I am. Yes. Yeah, I cannot wait to see. Yeah, how we should that definitely goes. cover that quickly. Uh, oh my god, we're fifty-eight minutes. So. Oh boy. Um, all right. Okay. Let's cover that and then we'll uh, do emails and get out of here. Okay. All right. So. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I guess this is the, the easy one. Like going off. Like we have. We have. We try to do one article every week. Uh, but we've been failing. So, but we finally gotten to. Team Primary. Uh, oh, Team Primary. Like, yeah, Team Primary. They've had a they've had a rough history. Yes. My 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 favorite part of it though is like you know like well full thing, I didn't know that Prim and Mary were uh, siblings, which was very cool. That adds like some sort of familial bond there. Yeah. And also they were artists. They were they studied in college to be artists, and, so, and then like I remember and, like, they weren't really into racing, but then they saw and like the, like racing itself was an art form it's like okay <laughs> that's cool i like that and then Using they an competed art form? marble the one and both of them completed masterpieces like picasso's da vinci's like da vinci picasso van gogh the greatest artists of all time they look at how prim and mary performed their marble one performances and they look in shock like they are they look at them and they bow down like we can't, <laughs> we cannot fathom making masterpieces like what Prim and Mary are doing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing and beautiful. I love it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like um, they, there was an addendum. This is actually the first article that I read that had an addendum to it, which is basically like uh, once Marble Earth started, like they were, some people added some new articles with more updated information, and like it talked about how Mary was overcoming the whole cube meme thing, and like. And it was just before showdown, so it's like there was a big was... cube thing with a knife or something, and they were like, "Is there a knife thing?" I have no. I don't remember a knife. I remember some target about Cube Mary, like, like I know hmm. they're like I saw something with Cube Mary thing, and I was like, I don't want to ask him about that. Like, I swear I've read that last year, but I have no idea where. Like, I don't know if it's... That feels like an Akanon kind of thing to do. Uh, yeah, that, that does feel like an Akanon kind of thing to do. Probably, <laughs> I have no idea, like... But, like, uh, outside of that, like, like oh, recently, uh, though we didn't get a new one, like, uh, Volkov actually wrote an article about the Halloween races, uh, and, like, I'll just kind of go over a little bit, like, the, uh, it's basically, it takes place from the perspective of a, a marble named Al Alistair Crowley, which is... Uh, uh, which is a reference to Aleister Crowley, an occultist from like the '80s or something, like the late '80s, hmm. and like he's, like, he's he's tasked by Stinth to find out like like who the uh, the Halloween race marbles are, and like he goes on this journey, misty like these misty lands. Like, he gets leads from like uh, the Cobalt, it's like oh you can find this person here, and, and like Oceanics talking about this, and like, he meets all these marbles, like learns stuff about them, like 
eyeball is like like awesome. from this island like that's fighting against this weird monster the zomballs like have these very strange like all these strange names like it's like so like, kind of silly but also kind of cool like all these like, mysterious supernatural marbles and then blood moon the, like um it's like the last one he meets and, like he's like like he's like a bus driver and like for his town like all that stuff and like it's very cool and like, he comes out to synth like he tells him the story like this is amazing and then synth is like amazing i can't believe you were so wrong about everything <laughs> it's like how how like like i i wanted you to figure out who was underneath them like like underneath their costumes and masks like how, how, why else did you think a cobalt knows like bl like like a, I forgot what Marvel was, but one of the Cobalt's knows one of the Halloween Marvels. Like, do some Marvel make come and compete in the Halloween races or something? Do they visit and they are like, yes, I want to face it off against you guys, and well, like that. Let's do a friendly. I like that. I like that twist on it. So we're other. assuming the Halloween Marvels are Marvels that we know and love, but on wearing costumes right. for the day. But. Yeah, and, it's, and, and like Alistair is like, like kind of like uh, ashamed. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go back and try and talk to Blood Moon because they're they're from the very first one and they know everybody. So like, okay, I'll go ask Blood Moon about stuff. Maybe he can to figure out who these marbles really are. But when he goes back, like he couldn't, he's struggling to find him. So he goes to the company who like like that he drives the bus for, and like he's like, uh, we don't have anybody named Blood Moon in our employ. And then he went back to his house that they did their interview at. And the house is decayed, and there's a hole in the roof, and the, and the bus isn't there. It's like it's been gone, abandoned for years. And then <laughs> like, he hears like blood moon in the distance, like "I'll see you later." Like like like, like flies off into the night, and, like, and Alice just runs away screaming. <laughs> so it's like a double twist. It's like That's no, great. they aren't act like like are they? It's like are they actually like just regular marbles who are dressing up in, like they're marbly marbles, or are they truly supernatural beings with like, hidden stories and stuff? That actually is like I'm intrigued by that just by your description. That's actually awesome. I, I love how that's so fun. Yeah. Too bad there's no Halloween race this year. There was no, a lot of bad. things going on with that. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah. But like that's something that I like what I really love about Marble Earth. Or Marble Earth, the way it's written. I don't know how you, I think it's Marble pronounced Earth. Marble Earth, but like like I love like how it as a story, like especially saying like how the the Halloween races specifically, like before it was like just seen as just this silly little thing that just right. happens in the background and is like but like, but then like this expands it like actually has a story to it. Right, this makes it, it kind of like interesting to watch because then you're like, wow, this has this story, and now I'm wondering about the story, and now I'm into it. And that's and that's right. the beauty of a fandom that that makes fan art because then you take things that are like not the most entertain, not the most uh, watched mm -hmm. of content in the community, but then you like mm -hmm. you add entertainment value to it. You add you add connections to it, and then it becomes something where people are like, wow, well, now I want to see that race. I want to think about that and. Um, um, and come up with more lore for that. So, I mean, I don't know that. I think that's very cool. I I really yeah. am a fan. I I'm this is ambitious and extremely time consuming, but I would love to see like stop motion like stories in segments to like show these like additional story. Maybe have some voice acting. Maybe Ooh. like like no, not really. I don't think. Yella couldn't I, with his time. There was no way he could do that. But maybe like a fan, like like who like so, who like okay, this person like you are officially associated with JMR to like make and like make these things. So they're canon, but Yella doesn't have to worry about taking the time to make them. I I think that would be so cool. Like just to add, like to add a visual. Like I can imagine like, like a little fog machine. Like you know, like, you know how like, like in like preschool you would make those dioramas like 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 a haunted haunted city. No, yeah, whatever, I know what like, you mean. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, and I think like, I think I it would like, be it would be nice. The problem is, of course, Dion would be a big stumbling block for that but 
Um, I think it would be really cool if you had someone who's who's uh, who's for that and it would take time to do that and, and make those stories. Uh, again, voice acting, whether that should be part of it. Uh, no voice acting, please. Like, voice acting people would, would hate be, it. No. People would love it. Um, but um, I think just stuff like that where you bring it to life would really add to it, at least for the inner community. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, we should probably get dive into the emails real quick, too, before we wrap up for today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they waited long enough. <laughs> waited long enough, but here it's we go. Um, we we definitely behind on some emails. We will get through these couple here. So Edu writing in. He said new teams. This is talking about the expansion for this coming week of the four. September twenty fifth. Oh my god. Possibilities and what I want to see. He says these are my ideal picks for the next four teams to join the league as as part of the expansion. All new purple squad. This is the color everybody wants. Uh, by the way, Amethyst Alliance. They're purple. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, purple marbles are impossible to find. Uh, it was really they hard. are they are so hard for, to find. Um, for uh, I don't even know if uh, Bill um, from RML has found the purple marbles yet, or it's just do purple marbles exist in real life? They're hard. yeah, but they're, they do. They're not made often. This is the color everybody wants, and it didn't just happen before because these marbles are hard to find. I don't want them to come from the the existing wall. I prefer a new idea with a stronger. I identity. heard the hazers and raspberry racers marbles are hard to find too, but. Yeah. They're like exclusive set, like an exclusive maker, and they went out of business for some reason. Yeah, and some a lot of marble companies go in and out of business because it's not necessarily the most in-demand thing. Um, but anyway, lore team. Bring an interesting color scheme from an underrepresented lore tournament. Ladybugs could fit here, for example, but red and black may not stand out enough for currently existing teams. Returnees. Crimson ladies. Team These Crimson t- ladies. The Crimson ladies. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, these two teams had very short-lived ML campaigns. It's time to give them a proper shot. Blackjack's demand for this team is very high. I agree True. because um, there's no all-black marbles, so that'd be cool. And they have good yeah. contrast from everybody in the solid color department. Exactly. Uh, maybe we'll see them rule the funnels. Golden Orbs, personal favorite, missed out on qualification for 2018 they, and look awesome under the lights. I do agree. Those two teams would be nice. I think Team Plasma would be nice too, as long as there's no stupid blue plastics or green gang or whatever. <laughs> I would be very upset if any of those teams came in. Um, yeah, like, Blackjack and Gordon had a lot of potential, too. Like, I thought they had a lot of potential. Like, if they didn't reject the invitations to compete in the Hubalino tournament, I think they would have qualified for, like, at least one Marble League. At least one Marble League. Hmm, possibly. Um, extra opinion about an unusual possibility. I believe there are great concepts and colors from the 2019 fan team contest. I'll be very surprised if any of them make it to the new league. The chances are very low unless we have a strong and unexpected push for any of them. Also, I don't think that would make much sense to bring them back without any participation from the creators, who most of them don't take part in the community anymore. True. They're going to want to run a fan team contest. They need to reboot it and, and allow for new teams. Honestly, I don't know if that's even the best terrible. idea. Um, unless they fan team contest is the worst idea ever made. Like, never do the fan team contest ever again. I'm not 100% against it, but I'm not 100% for it. Um, but uh, I think those are like, some pretty interesting opinions. Uh, one of sure. the fan team contest team three, so it's just gone. One of them is gone, and the other one is so bad, and they're turning into a meme of itself. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, uh, it just so happened that the two fan teams were absolute garbage. Other other yeah. teams might have been better. Yeah, um, this is why the yeah like it makes sense with lore for the two fan teams to be crap. But eh, you would have hoped that one of them would have kind of shown a little bit. Um, maybe the Hornet. The Hornets had a chance and they blew it. Well, they had many chances and they did bad too much. Yeah. Um, all right. But um, retiring anyway. them too early, it just proved that the fan team contest was a failure and shouldn't have happened. Like. What's the point of a fan team contest? They're just going to leave. That is what they made it look like. 
Um, yeah, the optics are bad. All right, like, so the final honest, email for they today. They could put in the red pandas. Okay, the red pandas are nice at the round. They could be in the Marble League instead, and it would also yep. flop. So no matter <laughs> likely, which fan team they'll go in, the results will be the same. For sure. All right, so uh, last thing we're going to do. So last email, trivia question from Richard Hinckley. Um, so we're going to answer this one. October 4th. October 4th, I know, right? And then we'll uh, take it out for today. We're, we'll always go long. Even when there's nothing to talk about, we always go long. Um, so here we go. Name the three teams that won two gold medals in Marble League season and then failed to qualify for the next Marble League. If you want to name the years, and if you really want to, name the events. Fuck. Um, Jeez. I'm gonna, I'll, name the, I'll do years and teams. So there's three teams. So basically there's three teams who got Jungle two, Jumpers. Two I know that one of them is the Jungle Jumpers. And then didn't qualify next time, so. I know one of them is the Jungle Jumpers. I would be inclined to say one of the teams that didn't qualify this year, like Savage Beaters. I mean, uh, no, Midnight Wisp for Galactic. Because one of them probably had two gold medals in 2020, right? Maybe Midnight Wisps. Like, Maybe? Yes. Like, or Maybe Team Galactic. Like, I would say Galactic. If you say Jumpers, I'm going with Jumpers 2. And I would say... Um, Pinkies? No, no, Pinkies are not. Limers? I would say Oceanics. Mm. I'll say. Oh yeah, Oceanics. They were pretty well in 2020. Galactic, Oceanics, Jumpers. I'll go with those. I'll go with Galactic and uh, Midnight Wisps in 2020, and maybe Momo Momo. There's Momo in 2019. Yeah. So Jungle Jumpers, Oceanics. I'm going to go bold and say Balls of Chaos. I no. Oh, wait, that's no, not that's even right. a bad guess. Jungle honestly. Jumpers, Oceanics, and I guess the Limers. Oh, it wouldn't be the Limers. Limers don't get golds. No. <laughs> like the third one is difficult. So. Well, snowballs possibly. May- oh yeah, snowballs. Maybe yeah. Let's do snowballs. Like, all right. So you're going with snowball. I'll go with galactic. I think I'm gonna change to galactic snowballs and jungle jumpers. Let's see. So it is jungle jumpers, midnight wisps, jungle jumpers 2019 biathlon and surfing, midnight wisps 2020 block pushing in team aquathon, and then Roho rollers 2016 balancing oh! high jump. How did we forget balancing oh. rollers? I- the first gold medal ever. <laughs> Ah, whatever. Oh, the Rojo Rollers. They were. Yeah, I completely forgot about the Rojo Rollers. Are actually pretty decent. No, they were not. Like the Rojo Rollers were bad, though. The Rojo, like, we finally qualify for the Marble League and we finish in dead last. Yeah, it's kind of kind of sad. Rojo Rollers were a big flop this year. Yeah, Um, but that was was actually pretty fun. That's why I'm not having them qualify this year. That's no. Hmm. That was a good trivia question, though. I like that. Thanks, Richard. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, well, I think that will do it for this episode. Um, definitely a lot of content we covered today. Uh, yeah. Tonio, thanks for coming on. As usual, your insight is, uh, is uh, interesting. Um, yeah, thank you for inviting me back. I'll see you probably in a year or so. I don't know. Yeah, we'll try to get you on uh, as soon as as soon as we can. Again, always a pleasure. Um, and guys, yeah, again, take away. Got to check out RML. And, um, I mean, honestly, you know, JMR has been a little hiatus, so hopefully we'll get some more content from them towards the end of this year. Um, yeah, yeah. Go check out Marble Earth. Get that extra lore and support them. Yeah, yeah. and the lore is the lore really adds to the experience. So if you have time, definitely, uh, definitely make read time the Marble for Earth that. lore. Exactly. So anyway, uh, Waff, 
take us out for the show. Again, thank you so much, Random Tonio, for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Since it's my birthday, as I said at the beginning of this episode, happy birthday! It's time. Th- thank you. It's time for a birthday wolf tune. So here is my cover of "I'm Still Here" from Treasure Planet. Roll on, Marvel sports fans. question to the world not an answer to be heard or a moment held in your arms and what do you think you'd ever say i won't listen anyway you don't know me and i'll never be what you want me to be And what do you think you'd understand? I'm a boy, no, I'm a man. You can take me and throw me away. And how can you learn what's never shown? Yeah, you stand here on your own. They don't know me, cause I'm not here. And I want a moment to be real Wanna touch things I don't feel Wanna hold on and feel I belong And how can the world want me to change? They're the ones that stay the same They don't know me cause I'm not here See the things they've never seen All you wanted I could be Now you know me I'm not afraid And I wanna tell you who I am Can you help me be a man? They can't break me As long as I know who I am And I want a moment Wanna touch things I don't feel Wanna hold on and feel I belong And how can the world want me to change They're the ones that stay the same They can't see me Well I'm still here They can't tell me who to be Cause I'm not what they see Yeah, the world is still sleeping while I keep on dreaming for me And the words are just whispers and lies that I'll never believe And I want a moment to be real Want to touch things I don't feel Wanna hold on and feel I belong And how can they say I'll never change They're the ones that stay the same I'm the one now, cause I'm still here I'm the 
Cause I'm still here I'm still here I'm still